0: Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me today we have a special guest. We have Paul from YouTube. How are you, Paul?
1: Hey, guys.
0: uh, Glad to be here. Excited. So, Paul is our regular, like, he's probably our most prominent, like, YouTube viewer. And he was in the St. Louis area and reached out and was like, hey, you want to have a cigar? And I was like, yeah. Hey, why don't you come on the show? And here we are. Yeah, I'm I'm
1: glad to be here. I I was in the area. I was only two hours away. And uh, if I can have the opportunity to meet Nick and hang out with the Cigar
0: Pulpit family... I want to do it. So we met here at Riverman, and we're chilling out here in the lounge at Riverman Cigar Company. And today, we're going to be smoking a special cigar because, well, you know, 4th of July. Why not? And we're going to be smoking the EPC Carrillo uh, Pledge of Allegiance. And the Pledge of Allegiance is a 6x54 Toro that uses Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, uh, Ecuadorian-grown Connecticut seed binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, and the United States. And according to the press release that EPC put out about this, this is the first time that the company is using two American-grown tobaccos as part of the filler in a blend. Uh, Pricing is set at twenty dollars per, you know, around twenty dollars per cigar varies based on your state with tobacco taxes and things of that nature. But it's limited to seventeen hundred and seventy six boxes, and we have the box right here for you to look at. It's a nice red and blue with the numbering and you know whatnot on it. And um, the uh, the the amount of boxes, it's a box of ten, and the amount of boxes is to commemorate the signing of the Declaration of Independence, um, you know, seventeen seventy six. So it's a nice little Americana cigar. Yeah, the band is beautiful
1: and it's the first time I've seen this kind of plasticky end here. Yeah. The the end cap, I guess, uh kind of like it reminds me of a cigar
0: box that has that piano kind of lacquer on it. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, no, they did not spare any expense on the uh the bands or the marketing with this cigar. I mean, it's it's really really pretty and uh elaborate. So I'm looking forward to getting this thing going here. So I'm going to go ahead and take off that foot band. Like we talked earlier, I did read that it's full body, and maybe that means strength. So I ate a big meal before coming here. <laughs> there you go. I, uh, I had some of my lunch, so that's okay. It's, it's okay. We'll, we'll manage. But uh, let's give the give the foot a smell, just, just because. Nice kind of earthy, barnyardy thing going on with the foot there. But it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company. He's sitting right over there enjoying the game, watching TV in the lounge. And, guys, it's nice and cool in here in the lounge, whereas it's hotter than hell outside. So come on in and grab a cigar and chill out and watch the games and have a good time. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, Well, you know, you can still support a brick-and-mortar by giving Dan the Man Ponder a call and ordering cigars over the phone. Miss Cindy is up front right now, ringing people up and doing, doing, you know, a good job up there. And she will take your call, and she will get cigars packed up and sent to you right away. That way you can still, like I said, support a brick-and-mortar. Anyway, Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time to go ahead and... Oh, I nuked myself, cut the cigar. had some schmookus in there? I did. I forgot that I didn't clear that out last time, and I just launched a ton of schmookus all over myself.
1: You know, looking at the cap here, I think we both did good by picking uh, V-cutters, Yeah, because it's kind of like a Padron-type, almost is. fragile. It's, it's,
0: and it's very small, if you look at it. It's got a very small little yamaka going on on the top, you know, a little thing.
1: How are you going to go? Are you going to go top-down, or are you going to go horizontal?
0: You know, um, you went horizontal. I'll go I horizontal. I did, yeah. That'll, that'll, that'll be.
1: And I already forgot that tip you got last time. About uh, hitting the. Yeah, uh, yep. I already had some loose tobacco in my mouth. There you
0: so. go. So I, I think that is a great little tip. Just kind of, I just been taking the cigar and just doing that. And get that little bit of extra tobacco out of it before you light it up. So on the cold draw, thoughts? Great resistance, right? Perfect. This is this
1: is how I want it, and I only cut it one time. Right? If mm-hmm. it was tight of a draw, then maybe the V cut would yeah. go twice. Yeah. Um, you know I always get fig newtons off of most cigars. That's that's
0: the biggest flavor I get. Yeah, it's got that sweetness to it. It's got that sweetness to it. It's a good. I mean, so far, I mean, the draw is really good on it. I love e p c like just the other cigar the pledge the allegiance the uh the encore I mean I just I really do enjoy the cigars that Ernesto's putting out right now so i've been i I've, I've been looking forward to this. Cindy told me that a lot of the cigar smokers that have come in that have had it um, she's had a lot of padrone smokers and whatnot give it a try, and they've all really liked it a lot, so the fact that you have padron smokers saying highly something right. highly about another cigar right. that's not Padrone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's, that's, you know, a good sign. So I'm going to go ahead and light mine up and get it going here because I want a cigar. So I spent some time in the car yesterday as well, and uh, I'll get to that in a minute, but you had quite the drive up here.
1: Yeah, I did. I'm from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, so it was about 10 hours. Okay. And I did it to save money, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't mind driving, but then I had a rock hit my window, mm-hmm. so there's a $1,000 right there.
0: That sucks. So it cracked it? Yeah. Do you know have a windshield through your insurance?
1: No, so I looked it up, and different states have different rules. And in Texas, we have a deductible for your window. Yeah. Some states don't. Okay. So some states uh, do not allow the insurance company to charge you a deductible to replace your windshield. Yeah. But for me, I will have to, uh, I guess, pay at least 500 bucks. I think I have a plan. Part of
0: my insurance just plan for your window? is like I get like one windshield a year. Oh, wow. Like it's okay. like built into my plan. Like, you know, if something happens, I get a windshield. Yeah. You know, and I can just call Safe Flight and they'll come out and do the whole like replace it wherever I'm at kind of deal. No, I'm so, gonna have to look that into sucks. that next time. Yeah. That sucks. Joe Mama's gonna cross in front of the camera. It's okay. You gonna oh you gonna expose yourself? <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen here at Riverman. Uh oh. That's yeah. why I'm here. Let's see it. <laughs> there you go. Um, so early thoughts on the light up here.
1: Yeah, so I just took one puff really fast and it's good. It's um clean, clean finish, quick. I see you did a retro there. You you didn't give anybody uh, warning on that
0: little spice little bit of little bit of spice on the retro but it's it's good it's it's really pretty smooth yeah i'm not getting any uh, like pepper no 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 um, it's more of like a like baking spicy kind of yeah yeah but nothing to irritate
1: my palate no this no no just exactly aged cigar and uh, i'm curious to see how mm. it goes on you know, as I was looking at the selection here, they got everything here. I know, right? I uh, For such a small square footage store, Yeah, they have all the cigars that you want. And all the cigars that are popular with like the Cigar Authority crew and you guys yep. and, uh, and the online stuff, it's pretty boutique-y. Not much, it's a like, nice mix. It's a nice of, of mix of the right? bigger
0: brands in the boutique. I didn't stuff. see any
1: Romeos in there.
0: No, no, you don't really see the Romeos, you don't really see the Monte Cristos. Yeah, this, this, this is know. the kind of
1: cigars I like to
0: support. Yeah, family owned, Preci- smaller, precisely. Yes, you know, and that sort of thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, Dan, he's not, he's got some general, but like Altadis, he's really not really, he doesn't really do much with Altidus. Um. But, you know, there's still, there's still something for everybody. I mean, there's all kinds of different cigars around. And, you know, before you go, you know, um, you want to ask Dan, you know, about maybe some of the stuff that's been sitting around for a little bit, well, you know, that kind of age stuff, you know, yes. and everything. Because let's be, let's be real. It's one of those deals where for any shop owner, batting a thousand, you know, uh, to bring in something that, like, you know, everybody's going to enjoy. Really? Cindy comes walking by and flips me off. All right. Um, I mean, it's another day at Riverman. But anyway. Um, standard practice, standard right? Standard practice. At any cigar here's, store. Well, here's the thing with Cindy is if she's making fun of you, you're good. It's when she's being nice to you, that that means she's either Ooh. mad at you or she wants nothing to do with you. Ah, you know? got so, it. So that's the key is if she's being nice to you, you're really in trouble. Good information for anybody that's going to come and visit. Exactly. So um, what was I saying? We were talking about the cigar selection. Um,
1: that it, it's
0: a good choice not batting a thousand. Oh, yeah. 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 So, you know, no cigar company or cigar shop owner is going to bat a thousand. So, some things just aren't going to move as quickly as other things. And it sucks. And some stores, they do a closeout, they get rid of it and move on with life and whatever else. Dan, you know, he's got the space. Mm. So, stuff can kind of sit for a little bit, kind of age up. And what he's found is that. In some cases, you get a really good cigar out of the deal. You know, it gets a little bit more age on it. But in other cases, he's had cigars that maybe when they first came in, they weren't that big of a deal. But then later, maybe it gets an award. And all of a sudden, now he's sitting on all these cigars that nobody wanted before. Now they want them. And, oh, yeah, by the way, they're also aged like 6 to 12 months additionally. You know, so... It's kinda nice. You kinda movies kinda do that. When they're initially released, they yeah. might not
1: get a following, but later on they get this cult following and they exactly. go up in value and everybody starts watching
0: it afterwards. Yeah. So it's the same kind of concept. You know, Dan's just got the nice selection going on. So yeah, I'm glad you're you're able to enjoy it. Yeah, I gotta tell
1: you, okay. I was uh sitting on the toilet today and <laughs> next to the toilet there's a book with uh, little facts. And so I open it up. I love
0: how that's when you think about me.
1: But <laughs> well, it that's was what a lot, lot of people wings. think about me, I guess. So I, oh, I knew we were going to smoke this. And I open it up, and there's a fact about the Pledge of Allegiance. Okay. You ready? Look at you with show prep. Oh, I'm ready. I'm prepared. <laughs> um, so this, was, this has nothing to do with the Declaration of Independence. Okay. Nothing to do with the Constitution or the Founding Fathers. It was initially... The Pledge of Allegiance was initially written in 1892 by a Christian socialist and published in a children's magazine on the 400th anniversary of Christopher Columbus's discovery of America. Okay? Okay. So, initially, it did not have One Nation Under God in there. Hmm. That was added later on through President Eisenhower. Okay. Another fact about it is that when people were saying the pledge at the beginning, you had your right hand extended and pointed to the flag.
0: So like all Zikhaio kind of yes. thing going so on. So when
1: the Nazis came about, they got rid of that shit. Oh, I would and imagine so. they said, so. put it over your heart instead.
0: Uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh. I got another
1: one on the next page while I was sitting on the toilet, talking about saluting. Yeah. that That is interesting. Um, when salutes first came about, it was um, you had to lift your visor on a helmet in medieval times so they yeah. could see who you were. Yeah. But even before that, in the Roman times, there were so many assassinations going on that you would have to raise your hand by your head when you're walking past important people to show them that you don't have a knife or something, right? Okay, okay. And then it kept evolving when the uh, modern salute came about and you have your hand facing downward. It was because in the British Navy, you did not want to uh, show how much tar you have on the on your palm yeah. to your commanding officers because it was ugly or whatever you're in the Navy. Yeah. And it kept evolving. Interesting. Look at you.
0: All yeah. sorts of facts.
1: Well, I mean, that's sitting like on the it. toilet for a long time helps, right? <laughs> you get, you get plenty, of, plenty of time to read facts. You got to watch that, though. That's how you get hemorrhoids. I found that out when I'm older, but... <laughs> It's only on the internet. Only the internet. Only the knows internet. This. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, so you, you're in the St. Louis or you're in the Missouri area uh, for family for the, for the holiday weekend?
1: Yeah. So, uh, my wife's family's from here. Okay. And so, originally, I was born in Poland. Okay. I moved here when I was 10, and I've been in Texas ever since. And so, you got these states, and pardon me. For making fun of America's heartland, right? Okay, but they're like flyover states. You hear that in a no, song, where you know
0: it's funny that you mentioned that. We'll get to that when I talk about my day trip yesterday. But okay, you
1: know M- Missouri, I couldn't
0: point to it on a map. I can't,
1: you know, Illinois. I know Chicago. Uh, these places.
0: And the funny thing is, I'm five and a half hours from Chicago, where I live. Where I'm fifteen? no, nah, I'm thirty minutes. From St. Louis, where I live, so and it, yeah, it's, it's all right it's here. Bizarre, and yeah. I
1: still get confused with okay. So there's an Illinois St. Louis, uh, East St. Louis, Louis, and yes. then there's a Missouri St. Louis, and there's yes. a Kansas City in Missouri, but that's and yeah. that's the and real Kansas there, City. And then there's, and Kansas, there's Kansas, Kansas City,
0: Kansas, which is across the border. And then yeah. we were
1: talking earlier about O'Fallon, Missouri, O'Fallon,
0: Illinois, yep. Columbia, Missouri, Col- Columbia, Illinois. So
1: this. There's a lack of creativity here when it comes to naming places.
0: Oh, it's not just here. I mean, so there's a Belleville, Illinois, and there's a Belleville, Indiana. I pass it on the way to go see my dad out in Indianapolis. I mean, if you really look, there are a lot of common like city names just around the country in general, not just this general area, but yeah.
1: And to redeem myself about making fun of the flyover states. Okay. I will say that uh, you know, this is where America really is America, right? Uh, As an immigrant and as an immigrant from Poland, where we got our asses kicked in World War II, a lot of the reason why we can celebrate our freedom, and this is a 4th of July type theme, is because of the Americans that came from the heartland, from the deep part of America, and died over there to help us out. So, you know, that's such a great positive for this forgotten part of the world. (laughs) Well,
0: we are, we really dig it. And I've got my tasty beverage from Burger King, where you can have it your way. Um, I still haven't gotten that Burger King sponsorship, but maybe it someday. won't happen. I'll let you I know. T- I it's a know. tobacco podcast. I know. But I chance to dream, somebody, yeah. somebody, I mean, let's be real. How many of their employees take part in tobacco usage?
1: Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe
0: marijuana. Pro- well, that's <laughs> true. I mean, there's a lot of products being used, but anyway, um. Well, that's very cool. So uh, do you have plans to go see fireworks over the 4th, or how long are you in Missouri?
1: Uh, I'm going to leave on uh, Monday.
0: Oh, okay. So you're leaving on the 3rd then.
1: Yeah, I've seen fireworks. I don't Well, I don't know, need, but I, I don't, don't need to. I
0: didn't know. I'm just asking. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> grown-ass man. I don't need to look at fireworks. So do you like fireworks then? You're acting like sure. you Sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> loud explosions. We like our loud explosions yeah. here in the Midwest.
1: I, I see you guys have a lot of fireworks stands and... In Texas, most of that shit's illegal because Missouri, of fire hazards. That's the other thing. Oh, okay. You jump
0: the river to Illinois, the most you get are those, like, you know, little, the little white thing you throw on the ground and make the oh, pop yeah. and the snakes and all that crap. Like, firework laws in Illinois are super strict um, because the People's Republic of Illinois, they have to tell us how to uh, control our lives. Whereas over in Missouri, it's buy one, get four free, you know? So, um, Molly Brown's fireworks and all the other yeah. stands all over the damn place. It was funny. I was talking to somebody and they were saying that when they were moving to this area and they were making the drive, they said that you could tell you were in the Midwest, specifically, you know, Missouri area, because, um, you had f- every, every four billboards, it was this. There was, um, what was it? It was like a religious billboard there was a fireworks billboard there was an adult superstore billboard and I'm trying to remember what the fourth one was um, maybe like boots or some sort of like thing like that you know but it's like you have your boots you have your your porn you have your god and you have your fireworks and it's just like well there you go I get it and food I guess food is mixed in amongst so, there too. sort of
1: like high crime yeah. areas right they'll have fried chicken place they'll have
0: a <laughs> auto loan car title yeah, place yeah. they'll have
1: a liquor store mm-hmm. it's
0: on every corner i mean you know it's it's thriving businesses in in various environments but uh yeah so no so yesterday i took a drive and uh went out to st robert missouri which is kind of down by fort leonardwood and Uh, There's a cigar shop out there called The Office Cigar Bar and Lounge or something like that. And really nice little place, smaller humidor, um, but it was a nice place. And the humidor itself, it had a good selection to it. And I had a little business I had to run down there to take care of. And uh, in the process, that's when I discovered that St. Robert is where the Uranus Fudge Factory is located. Okay. And so I went and I had my fudge packed at the Uranus Fudge (laughs) Factory. Okay, this is your first time. It was my first time, and the the lady was very gentle. So (laughs) no, so like it's funny as hell, man. They they totally they embrace Mm. all of the juvenile humor that could possibly come from this. Yeah. Okay. So you go there and it's like it's it's a couple of different buildings, all kind of linked together. And it's just a, it's a tourist trap. I love it so much. I mean, they've got the museum of like freaks and oddities that you can take the tour of. Um, They have the fudge factory and gift shop where they have every freaking t-shirt known to man. I bought a sticker here. Let me show you this. I bought this sticker and um, because I just I had to. It was uh, the uh, dental and proctology clinic. Oh,
1: very nice. It's a tooth
0: with like a butt and yeah. a tattoo on their butt. And, and and see and it's talking about the best cavity search in town at the uh, dental and proctology clinic. Very you nice. know? Um I bought my son a T shirt. It's the Uranus Space Force keeping Uranus Klingon free since two thousand eighteen. You know. So I mean it's it's it, they play it up. Their newspaper is the Uranus Examiner. And the main headline there, breaking news, the Wienermobile slid into Uranus again. <laughs> and they've got a picture of the U- of the Wienermobile sitting in front of their sign out front. Well, didn't they rename I mean, that? Yeah, now it's the Frankmobile, yeah, which okay, totally, yeah. I mean, it's bullshit. But see, they also have other cool so- stuff. Like, they have the world's largest belt buckle, you know? I mean, that's just, like, out there. You know, you can just go check out the world's largest yeah, belt buckle. There you go. And I'm a I'm a sucker for, like, you know, roadside attraction yeah. stuff like that. Um well, that's great. It may play into uh, what I
1: brought you later on. Oh boy! Yeah, we'll see. But uh, did they have any hoop
0: shaped fudge? I mean, that's got a. They gotta didn't be have. The f- I mean, the fudge was in squares. You okay, know? so, so it, they, it didn't le- they didn't even think about rolling no, it up. No, they didn't or? even make like the oh, lo- they logs and all that sort of thing. But see, speaking of logs, Is there some would- peanuts in those, maybe. Um, they had walnut ones. Okay, so maybe. An M&M. What about candy corns in them? No, I didn't see any with candy corns, but you're right. That would be a good idea, too. Um, But I did buy some fudge. And the lady, you know, you walk up to the the counter and she's like welcome to uranus can i pack your fudge for you very nice and i'm like sure so you pick out the flavors and then you know that you're done and she hands you the box and she goes it was a pleasure packing your fudge today and i'm wow. like thank you i mean they embrace it yeah man. in 2023 that's surprising i love it that's so surprising. much <laughs> i love it so much and then the other nice thing is just up the highway there was a Stuckey's gas station yeah which they're not common around here. So when I saw it, I was very excited so that I could get myself a Stucky's pecan roll log. There you go. You know? Do so, I mean, those have a filling? Yeah, there's some sort of filling to okay. them. I don't know. Because there are like, all sorts of different ones. Like right? a nougat thing or okay. something going on. Yeah. But uh, but I, I mean, I haven't had one of those for quite some time. So I'm all excited. I've got myself all sorts of sweets that I totally don't need you just while had on this like trip yesterday. But related chocolate Weekend, huh? I did Man, so far. I get
1: it. I mean, yeah. it's still early, yeah. There's yeah. still so many, well, many
0: more adventures that could Yeah, not, not with me. Come. Well, no, no, me. no, no, Nothing no. We just, <laughs> we just <laughs> met, we just met. anyway, um,
1: yeah. So, what are you getting out of this cigar? I'm kind of getting like a, a toasted bread with those little baking spices like we talked about, and maybe uh, like caramelized brown sugar. I've been thinking about this for a while. So that's why I was able to
0: come up. I was going to say that, is yeah, a, yeah, yeah. that I'm is not a straight that good. up Mr. Jonathan no, 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 kind no, no. of review there going well, I'm going to brulee there. some some sugar on there. <laughs> okay, and then take it off and kind of scrape it, it <laughs> yeah. a little bit, and then you lick the scrapings and, and, right and, with a touch of butt fudge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll agree. I I kind of a a bready kind of component and the baking spice. Um. I'll give you that. I mean, it's super good. It's smooth as hell. Um, the smoke production on it's been really nice, and you know the draw on it has been fantastic. I'm a little, was a little concerned about ashing on myself, but now I'm good. And um, I had a slight little wonk to my burn line in the very beginning, but man, it's it's straightened out just fine. No big deal. I'm so it was on me. When I lit it, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I was worried about a nicotine kick. I was thinking maybe yeah. I'll have like heart palpitations or something at the beginning with really strong cigars. Yeah. but I'm not getting that at all.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, if I had it, to
1: give it a strength, I would say maybe like six.
0: Yeah, six to six to six and a half. I wouldn't go any higher than Definitely that. Right full now, full flavor. Yes, a lot of flavor to it. Um, no, it's just it's it's just another. Really, really good cigar from EP creo I'm just very, very happy with it so far. It's well, you know, for uh, 23 bucks, you better bring some to the table. I don't disagree with that, and that's something that a lot of man- cigar manufacturers are going to have to be doing because you know, I mean, I'm sure you've heard about it on the cigar authority, and then if you're reading press releases about stuff coming out of PCA and this and that, and whatever, there's some really high dollar stuff that's going to be coming out. Um, and I'm not even talking like the $100 Rockies and the $300 right, Olivas, yeah. you know, and that sort of thing. I mean, there's just some other stuff that coming in at like 20 to 30 bucks that, quite frankly, you know, these days, not many people have the budget room to fit that in. I mean, like, for example, you know, yesterday when I was out at the office and I was looking through the door. I like to buy something, you know, when I pop into these shops Absolutely. and that sort of thing. Yeah. And so I'm looking and... um uh, they had placencia, and I saw, I, I don't remember which one I bought. I have it. I think I have it out in the car, but um, you know, it's uh, I, I, I went ahead and did it because I don't encounter Placentia a lot. And it was like 21 bucks. I'm like, that's not the worst price point, but what it did do is it made me um, think to myself, okay, I have my cap of how much I want to spend here today, mm. so like I can either get like five cigars, or I can get the Placencia and maybe like one or two other ones. And those one or two other ones ended up just being Charter Oaks, yeah. You know to keep that price point down. Mm-hmm. So, but I love the Charter Oaks. You know the especially the Habano one. Um, and they're coming out with an expensive one. Yeah, well, expensive, so expensive for, them, for them, right? Um, but uh, it's it's more in the price point of the others, which you know, I don't know. I don't know. I i i'm gonna i'm gonna try to smoke it. I'd like to find one and try to smoke it. I don't know if that's a good idea for them at that mm. price point. Only because, like you know, what you're pointing out is that they're known for you know being. Not necessarily a budget cigar, but more of a value brand, and so taking your price your normal price point of like maybe seven bucks and doubling it to like thirteen 14 right that's that's that could be a big bite for people that are used to the seven dollar smoke, you know absolutely
1: so they're, they're you know it's a big decision for them to see if they're going to go up. I like to stay around the ten dollar value because you go in there like today, you grab 10 cigars around ten bucks. It's going to be about $100. 100 bucks. Easy math, right? $23. For me, it doesn't really qualify as a special occasion cigar. I'm more of like a 25 and up. Yeah. And it doesn't qualify as an affordable everyday cigar. So at that range, for me, you got to give me just good flavor, good performance.
0: There are some cigars where I would say it's a special occasion cigar and price doesn't necessarily matter oh, with that's it. Oh, interesting. And I'm not necessarily saying that on the high side. I'm saying that more on the low side. Oh. Like, you know, you could find a cigar that's just a really fantastic smoke that maybe it's more of a, an affordable smoke. And, like, okay, I'll give you an example. So, and maybe this is a bad example because it was a limited edition. But um, there was that Henry Clay Warhawk, the Rebellious. I smoked the shit out of that when that came out, uh, which would have been when would that have been 2020, maybe 2019, 2020. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it's 2020. I think it was 2020. And uh, I smoked the hell out of it. And I still got a box sitting in my my humidor, just, you know, resting, sitting there at some point. I'm going to have to break into it because, you know, you don't want to let them sit forever and ever. Um, but, uh, I've got it and I haven't had this thing in years because it's limited and I don't want to break into the one box that I've got, but then Scott from the smoking butts and tapping ash guys, he found these somewhere. I don't know where he found them. And he gave me one of those when I went out to the barbecue thing in Greenville, um, back at the beginning of May. And I sat on that cigar for. It f- at least a month or better, because even though it was maybe a twelve dollars smoke, I was like, "This is special to me, and I want to use it at a special moment." You know, right? The so, rarity of it, and the, exactly the, the, the rarity, it. exactly. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I think there's cigars that are special occasion cigars, but they don't necessarily have to be expensive cigars. If yeah. that if that yeah. makes sense.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean,
0: do you have anything like that? You know,
1: I, I like to uh, buy cigars everywhere I go on vacations or yeah. like traveling. So in my humidor, I can look and I can look at a ten dollars cigar I bought somewhere and be like, "Oh, I bought this one when I was in Chicago, and this is what it was going on during that day." And so when I smoke that cigar, I can reflect on those memories. Yeah. And so sure, that makes it special. But I heard a good saying one time is um, sometimes the cigar itself can make a day special right so if you want to celebrate an anniversary or something you're going to be happy enough as it is right yeah smoke a good cigar but maybe on a day like on a tuesday and it's raining outside and you really haven't had anything going on that day and you want to make that day special grab yourself a special cigar and make
0: that entire evening around that cigar that's not a bad idea i mean and i've done that I mean, a lot of times on Wednesdays, you know, I'll smoke while I'm doing my deliveries and everything like that. But when I'm home and I'm done and I can just veg out and relax, that's when it's really nice. You know, you get that cigar and you just sit out on the patio and, you know, throw on something on the iPad to right, watch TV yeah. or something and then go from there.
1: Absolutely. So we're sitting in this cigar store that you used to work at, right? Yes. And I think a lot of us viewers and anybody in the cigar hobby, they imagine themselves working in a cigar store
0: or owning one or something. Yeah, I think a lot of us on the couch think, you know, we could do that, you know, that sort so of thing. So
1: ruin our daydream a little bit. Oh, Tell God. us what the reality of the situation is. Do you have any stories here? Because, you know, the minimum thing is if you're sitting at the counter or standing at the counter, we don't think about the fact that, okay, you've been
0: standing for eight hours, your back's going to hurt, Right. No, it's true. Um, additionally, you know, look, you've got those customers that come in that are nice guys. You've got those, the regulars, you've got the, the walk ins that are nice people and all this kind of stuff. You also have people that maybe you just are like, Oh dear God, you know, like you just for whatever it, I'm sure there's people in your life that you've encountered that you're just like, this person bugs me or this person, you know, whatever. And you just are like, Oh God, not them. Mm. Thankfully, there weren't many. There were only like maybe I'm thinking off the top of my head now. There was maybe three total out of everybody that I dealt with. Yeah, and and there are very specific reasons why they plucked on my nerves, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I won't get into it because I don't want them being right. like, "Oh, they oh, may it was be me, sitting you know? here with us." Well, they're not. No, <laughs> I like Bob. Bob's a good guy. He's over there watching TV, too. Um, but anyway, um, but no, I you know, the thing that I think more than anything, the consumer that's thinking about taking that jump needs to consider is there is a lot of money wrapped up in this. And if you're doing it just because you think it'd be fun and you want to have a place to hang out with your buddies and sit and smoke and and you think that your job as the owner is to sit in the lounge with the with the guys and you know smoke cigars and just hang out i mean you you'd be better off just building a clubhouse and having your cigars there and just inviting your buddies over you know to sit and smoke at your clubhouse Because that's what you're doing, only you're doing it on a way more expensive level by opening up a shop. If you're going to open up a shop, you got to make it a business. You got to come at it with the mindset that this is a business. It needs to be run properly as a business, which means you have to have certain components to it in order to make it run properly. You got to know what product is moving, you know, and it may not be product you necessarily are into. Like, you know, if you're moving, let's say, you know, 65% Connecticut's. I'm not a Connecticut smoker by and large, but if I'm moving that much Connecticut, yeah, I got to be bringing in Connecticut and I got to be looking for good Connecticut's to introduce to my, my, you know, consumers. Um, Maybe you don't like flavored infused cigars. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Acid is one of the top selling brands, if not the top selling brand. So if you don't have any sort of flavored infused, even if it's not Acid, You know, there's other ones out there. If you don't have anything to offer to those people, you're doing yourself a disservice and you're leaving money on the table. Um, you know, it's, it's, you gotta, you gotta think that sort of way. Additionally, if you do want to be the owner that's just sitting in the back and everything, keep in mind somebody needs to be manning that register. So now you're paying an employee to stand up front and do the work when you're just sitting in the back with the, with the, customers and maybe you can get away with that for a little while but manpower costs a lot of money i mean you've got minimum wages that you've got to maintain you've got um you know employee taxes you've got to pay you've got um your uh, um unemployment taxes you got to pay things like that i mean there's a lot that goes into that as well so it's not a cheap property and then just stocking the cigars I mean, you know, you got to figure for every cigar shop that you go into, unless they're marking up higher, typically the markup on a cigar is 100%. So if you're buying a $10 cigar, that shop bought it for 5 That $5 that they've marked up that cigar, that has to pay for the employee standing at the register. That has to pay for the electricity, the water, the rent everything involved in the business and whatnot. Cindy's, or Cindy's doing jazz hands. Um, you know, it has to pay for all the different components of the business. And when you start to think about like, what is it cost to open up the shop and run it for a month? You know, that number can be very, very large. And you're doing that five bucks, three bucks, 10 bucks at a time, depending on how expensive the cigars are that are, Okay, okay. <laughs> Cindy just giving me the raspberry now. Um you know, at a time. It, it it adds up. So, you know, that's why uh from what I'm hearing from different retailers, the shops that have bars that have liquor, they're doing maybe a little better right now because the markup on booze is typically five to one. So, you know, they figure out how many shots are in a bottle. And they figure out the per bottle cost. And then, you know, one shot, they'll charge five times what it, you know, the percentage. You're, you're right. following my math. Yeah. But, uh, so I mean, for them, if let's say you sit there and you smoke two cigars, the cigars, yeah, that's money, but realistically they want you drink, <laughs> they want you drinking, um, you know, maybe four drinks. Yeah. over those over those two cigars right. because they're making way more on those four drinks than they are on those two cigars.
1: So, so do you think your time here kind of ruined that magic of the cigar industry for you a little bit or
0: No, it just it gave me a greater appreciation I think for the shops that are doing well and it gave me insight as to things that maybe shops that aren't doing well could I'm not saying I'm any sort of an expert at all, but, like, it gave me an insight as to what they could be trying in order to enhance their business Mm -hmm. and maybe make it a little bit tighter, you know? Right. Um, I mean, there's still plenty of these shops that are out there where it's maybe a two-person operation, husband and wife, and they're just doing it, you know, five days a week and, you know, working nine to five or, you know, ten to six or whatever it is and just doing that. More power to them. Um, but then there's also, like, the bigger ones. Um, you know, I saw billboards for Smokers Friendly driving, you know, back from uh, St. Robert and that sort of thing. I mean, you've got bigger bigger shops and bigger operations out there that, you know, they figured out the business side of it. So that that's the thing is that I guess it really all just depends on what you want to do with it. But, um, you know, and look, if, if all you want is a clubhouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but don't expect to make a ton of money. You know, yeah, you're right with the
1: the yeah. hobby versus professional business type of take on it. I went into one of my buddy opened up a cigar store, and it was a uh, mom and pop. Him and his wife did it, and you know the humidor has carpet in there. Ah, and, you know, that was off putting. And then I was a beginner smoker, and that's so not just
0: off putting. That's that's a, moldy that's a health issue. You know, that they're going to have to deal with at some point. I yeah. asked
1: for a Mac Nudo. It was, you know, one of my first cigars that I was into. Yeah. And the, they made fun of me and said, we don't See, have Mac And not... That's the, one of the most popular brands ever, one of the most popular cigars to buy. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me I can't get a Mac Nudo on your carpeted humidor floor and, you know, I don't care who you are, I'm not going to be
0: coming back to that business anymore. Yeah. No. Well, and that's the thing. The last thing in the world you want to be... be Um, as a consumer is insulted or at least having had the feeling of being insulted for daring to go to a place with the prospect of giving them money. You know, there was a cigar shop over across the river that now is no longer a business Their Their lease wasn't renewed and whatever. And so they ended up closing, Um, you know, so I'm not going to like name them or anything, but I went there one time and the woman, it was a college town. And so maybe they'd had problems with, you know, younger people coming in there. But um, I've never felt more like a criminal. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I'm being eyed up the whole time. You know, I'm not getting any sort of like warm and fuzzies from her at all. There are signs everywhere. And when I say everywhere, I've been in some shops where you see like one or two. These were everywhere. If you want a free ride in a cop car, go ahead and steal something. You know, you're on camera, blah, 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 yeah. you know, this and that. I mean, it, it was it was everywhere promoting that you are being watched. And then when you go in the humidor, it's a fucking mess. I mean, there's just stuff everywhere. There's no organization to it. It was just, it was awkward. And uh, it wasn't a pleasant shopping experience. And so, of course, I bought something because that's just how I am. But I never went back there, and now they're closed. So mm. you know, whatever. You know, you are talking
1: about messy humidor's, and the cigars just so much art to it, right? And mm-hmm. it's a fine product, and so much effort goes into making it. And I'll walk into a Total Wine,
0: and their humidor's oh. are mess.
1: And, and I you feel like a,
0: asking the manager, like, can dude, I just fix this, please? You can always tell a, a Total Wine where they actually where they have a cigar guy working the cigars, yeah. and where they don't. Yeah, just um, care about the product we had a total or the total wine that's closest to me for a while. There was a guy, he actually was on the show, Christopher Mm. uh, Manzo. He was on the show. Oh my God. Maybe a year or so back. I don't know. There's an episode with him where he and I sat down and he'd already retired from the cigar industry. He was a rep for a number of years. He'd retired from the cigar industry. Well, he got a job at total wine, working the whiskey and the humidor and you would go with that humidor and dude, everything was great. You know, when you're one of the things that Cindy taught me is when you're going through and you're fixing the humidor, you know, if let's say there's a row of cigars in the box, and then the the upper row has maybe four cigars in, you know, in there, like maybe six have been removed, you push them to the to the left, and you know, you just kind of keep them in line. Keep yeah, them, make them neater. Keep them neat. And so that you would go in that humidor over at the Total Wine, and Christopher was doing that. You right. know, everything was organized. Now you go there, shit. You know, you'll find that this cigar over in this box, and this and this mm-hmm. and whatever, and no. like everything's all messed up. And yeah, it was. It's a mess. Dude, and if you I'm can gonna, tell.
1: S- if I'm gonna stick something in my mouth, it better look nice.
0: <laughs> well, that's uh, that's words to live by there, I guess. But um, yeah. So I mean, exactly. You gotta take pride in what you're doing. Yeah. You um,
1: you know you're a big tea fan right i am uh i got a little bit of a, a tea flavor coming in he, down here in the middle part now yeah um definitely tell me if you're getting that mm. just uh some some dirty water for you
0: <coughs>
1: oh another retro ah. you know nobody's asking know. you to do this it's just me i know, me, right? I, know uh, I know
0: i know maybe a little i do it for the people though yeah i like do it, it for the people um maybe a little bit and it might be power of suggestion i do feel like the spice maybe is ramping up a little bit on the retro as we keep going that's maybe. all you man is that's it all, all me you. i'm not i'm not gonna do that I'm, to
1: myself i'm being a, oh
0: okay no, you're not yeah, doing it I'm not oh, doing okay it. okay
1: i'm not doing it but
0: um you have a little bit of a burn thing going on there yeah yeah i do not to like you know call them out or anything no, i'm but, gonna wait and you know. see what
1: happens okay i'm gonna give it an opportunity here
0: So we okay. go down to the pledge of allegiance band here Yeah, I'm going to at some point pull that off, but uh, I don't want to do that too prematurely. So why don't we go ahead now and get into this? We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars,
1: makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montosa, and Terranova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars.
0: So, okay. So, I'm going to offer. Do you have one before I do You mine? think I drove
1: 10 hours and didn't come prepared with Well, that's why I was go, asking. Right? Because I'm ready. I if you I want to fu- do two, we can do two. Well,
0: okay. All right. Well, then we can let you go first. Okay. What, what is yours? So one must go. Mine's probably not that great. So I'm going to say commercials.
1: Oh, God. Waiting at red lights or waiting in line. So you got to pick one that you want to get rid of that you
0: hate the most. <sighs> okay. So commercials, I have found for the most part. So, like, are you talking like commercials on just in Anything, general? Netflix, YouTube, radio. Okay. So for the most part, I have found a way to cut most of the commercials out of my life because with I, I, I've cut the cord. So TV-wise, I'm streaming only, and I will pay more to go ahead and get rid of the commercials.
1: So like, I, that's my secret. This is why I watch YouTube, because I pay for YouTube Red. Okay. And YouTube Red allows you to listen to something through your phone and turn the screen off. So it almost works like a podcast. Okay. So if you guys do something silly or a girl walks by Top Shooters, I'll just turn the phone back on and I can (laughs) rewind it immediately, right? Okay. That's how I do the Cigar Authority and all those. So I'm with you on
0: paying extra. Okay. That makes sense. So I'm going to say commercials I'll go ahead and keep because by and large, I've managed to find a way to minimize them. I won't say eliminate them because I haven't paid for YouTube Red, although that does sound like a nice feature. Yeah, it's like what does that bucks? run?
1: It's 9 bucks or something like that. It's a monthly thing? Yeah, and you know, I, I hate bad. that YouTube is not pro cigars, right? We all hear yeah. about how they're, they're doing the cigar industry, so I hate that I'm paying them money, but there's a lot of good content on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it
0: saves a lot of your time not watching that garbage. No, that's true, and nothing sucks more than when you're like in the middle of something, and all of a sudden the ad pops up and mm-hmm. you can't skip through it and whatever else. So no, I, I, I get that. I'll have to look into that. So waiting at a red light or waiting in a line. Those are yeah, two different. And Those things. are two different things. Um, I'm going to get rid of waiting in line because see, waiting at a red light. At least it's, it's automated and it's, it's, it might take you a while, but it's It's, it's done on a regular kind of sequence
1: there's a there's some control to it yeah there's a sense to the madness whereas
0: waiting in line nothing sucks more than you're standing there and like the person is helping somebody and then suddenly that person that they're helping has eight other questions and now Mm. you're trapped that much longer or something i i just yeah i'm gonna get rid of waiting in line i don't like to wait in line yeah you know what helped me with that is uh I have my groceries delivered. Okay. So doing grocery card or store, whatever.
1: Yeah, well Kroger, you know, maybe you can get them sponsor you. Uh <laughs> Kroger does free deliveries for $150 a year. Okay. As long as you order over 35 bucks and I don't know if there's a
0: Kroger around here, but Uh no, I don't believe so. Actually, there was a whole deal about Kroger in, well, they own Albertsons. Albertson's here. No, oh man, there's a whole deal in St. Louis about Kroger, and I don't remember what it was. Um, they've gotten back into the area through a sub company. There's called like Ruler Foods, which is, I believe, kind of like a Aldi, kind of a budget okay. kind of grocery store version. Um, so they're they're finding ways back into the St. Louis market. But there was something that went on with them and. Uh, I feel like national stores, although the national stores are gone now, too. Um, I don't know. That's something I'll have to Google after we're done. But, yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I'll pick waiting in line. That's yeah. That's horrible. It is. It's just, I mean, when I go to... Because, see, inevitably, when I go to the store, I'm typically not buying a ton of stuff. Like, if I'm going to the store, I'm going in because I ran out of shampoo, and yeah. I need to just run in and grab that. And you're going to do the self-checkout? See, <sighs> okay. every time
1: I do a self-checkout, I feel like I work here.
0: Yeah, exactly. I want my W-2 from Walmart. Right, exactly. You exactly. Know, but um, I I hate it, but I guess it depends on the moment. Because what I found is these stores have put in so many self-checkouts now. Yeah. It's not anywhere near as quick and convenient to use the self-checkout as it used to be. Because everybody's waiting in line, and everybody has their full carts. And they yeah. don't have enough room to do what they need to Absolutely. do. And it takes them 10 times longer mm-hmm. than if they would just have the registers with the yeah. people running everything. So, to be honest, I go to the registers mostly because those move quicker and more efficiently than the self-checkout does. Have you ever gone to a store, seen the line, dropped the product
1: and left, and then just ordered it on Amazon? Yeah.
0: No, I've done yeah. that. I mean, it's- specifically Walmart. You know, going in like shampoo or something like that i mean you know just to go back to that exactly have you ever experienced
1: my- a store where you just pick items up and then you walk out with them and it charges your credit card no i've never done that i think that that might be the next thing where there's so sam's many club has that where you just walk out with your stuff
0: well there's an app and so when you're going around the store you scan things as you're putting them in your cart and then you just pay for it right there on your phone, and then you can just walk out and excellent, leave. yeah, so that's that. nice, yeah, um, and I think Walmart was talking about expanding that from Sam's club to Walmart, but I don't know if they've actually done it um I would think that could possibly lead i mean you're going to have to have some level of security cuz like let's be real you know i mean i'm sure they've had plenty of people scamming the self checkout things too yeah. you know like conveniently not scanning something yeah. and trying to get out but um yeah i would think that that would be that would be efficient um now my trick with walmart and um like walgreens and anywhere that has like checkout counters away from the main checkout thing so, like, you can typically check out in, um, like, the electronics department, like, a home and garden department, you know, something like that. If you can – and Walgreens, the photo department, you know, if you can check out somewhere else where there's not the line, I mean, that tends to go do a lot you, quicker. Do you
1: get a dirty look when you go to the, you know, photo counter at Walgreens with a bunch of groceries?
0: Again – if I'm at Walgreens, I'm typically only picking up like one or two things. Mm-hmm. So maybe, but I don't care. I'm getting out before yeah. the four people that are in line at the main checkout. So yeah, I get it. yeah, yeah. I would say that. What was what was yours? One must go. Oh, mine was going to be some Fourth of July theme thing, like what must go, like you know, hot dogs, beer, or fireworks, you know, or something oh, like that. I'll probably so. just let like, go of a uh, Bud Light. Oh. <laughs> so okay, so um, you know. Yingling has expanded now to Missouri. Do they have that down in Texas? They do.
1: They came in with a huge promotion, and I was on it for a long time. Yeah? I I like it. Um, Oh, man, this may be a sin if I say this, Mm -hmm. but it kind of tastes like Heineken. And Heineken comes in a green bottle. Yeah. And when it gets exposed to the sun, it kind of skunks a little bit. It starts tasting bad. Okay. Yingling comes in a dark amber-brown colored bottle, so it never does that. That's why I switched from Heineken. Okay. Yeah. But um, good marketing, huge displays in stores, so they, they got a good market share.
0: They came into St. Louis or and Missouri right when the whole Bud Light situation went down. Yeah. And, I mean, it was not obviously not planned. It was just you know good happenstance. Yeah. You know, just the stars aligned, and my God, the amount of people that switched here locally. Um, Are you on that right now, or are you doing something else? You know, I'm not much of a beer guy by and large. Um, I tend to go more ciders than Mm -hmm. than beers. Um, And then, I mean, I'll admit, like when I'm out at like a bar, you know, like there's um, Santino's in Imperial. I'll pop down there, you know, and uh, have a cigar and, and a drink at that place. They make a mean white Russian down there. Yeah, that must pair very well. Right? Depends on what you're smoking. Yeah. But you know, if you're smoking something that's kind of creamy and smooth, mm-hmm. so like um like a Perdomo champagne, for example, you pair that with a white Russian, that kind of milky coffee kind of thing right. going on, that actually does work out fairly well. I tell you what does it for me is Bailey's.
1: Okay. With a cigar. And I'll go off the Saint Bernard's or whatever. That's the off brand yeah. Bailey's. But that brings out so many good flavors in the cigar. It's just amazing. Just a little bit of ice to water it down, and you're good to go. For sure.
0: Okay. Well, there we go. That's been the One Must Go. The One Must Go segment was brought
1: to you by United Cigars. United we smoke.
0: Now we'll go ahead and get into the Villiger Entertainment Report, brought to you by Villiger Cigars. I still need to make a thing. I need to do that, actually, this weekend, because I'm going to be sitting down with uh, Renee uh, Castaneda, Castaneda, I always butcher his last name. He's the president of uh Villiger Cigars for the other show for the week that our episode this episode's coming mm-hmm. out. And we're going to be talking about everything coming out of PCA including the new uh 1888 Villiger Nicaragua which um, I have samples of. I haven't smoked it yet because I want to smoke it on the show with him. Absolutely. But that Villiger de Nicaragua, which was their limited one that they came out with earlier this year, super good cigar. So I'm really looking forward to trying what this one uh, tastes like. And there is one shop here in St. Louis that does carry Villiger cigars, Um, and uh, you can find out. Where you can try Villager cigars by going onto Villiger's website and hitting the store locator and seeing um, where near you you can get them because you should—they're really good cigars. I like them a lot. Awesome. Yeah. So, what are you watching? What are you what entertainment are you consuming?
1: Yeah, I'm ready for this too. Right? Like I said, ten hours to think about it. <laughs> um, right now, I'm watching the bear. It's oh, I saw Hulu. the first
0: season. I have not watched yeah, the, the second. Season's out. Is it out. Yeah. Is it all out, or are they doing uh, an episode know. a
1: week kind of deal? I don't know. Okay. I'm only right. on the second episode. Okay. I was watching uh, Always Sunny a little bit today. See, I just learned there's a new season of that yeah. out. And I, I didn't even I know that. I thought you had to pay for it like on FX or something, but yeah. Hulu is just putting them out. Yeah. Maybe the day after or something, but you don't have to pay extra for that. Okay. Okay. And then the other thing I've done is because it is getting kind of harder to find TV shows that aren't just weird, okay? Yeah. So I'm going back, looking at some of the classics. So I do The West Wing show. Love The West Wing. Uh, Which, I mean, we can talk about that because that's just... I didn't know about how good it was, right? And, you know, politics aside, that's just a great president, right? Whether you lean left or yeah. right, the guy can make decisions. He's smart. He's nice. He's just articulate,
0: right? The betterment of America in my Yeah, that's what yeah.
1: everybody thinks American presidents are like. There's right? a lot
0: of people that think he actually was a president I because of that him. show. But you know, <laughs> that's uh, a funny
1: thing. his name escapes me, the Ukrainian president, right? Yeah. He was a president on television, right? Yeah. That's how he started. And then he got he that, He played yeah. the part well and then he got the actual job. And then the other show that I'm watching a little bit is uh, Deadwood.
0: Okay. So like I said, going back... A little bit to watch some of the classics. Well, I mean, I've talked about it on here. I've gone back and I've watched the Larry Sanders Show. Which... I tried
1: it, like
0: from your recommendation. Yeah, I you only did like three episodes.
1: It? There's like a little hurdle when you watch a new show. There like, you is. Gotta you, you gotta get hooked. You gotta get hooked into it. It didn't get me. Maybe I'll try again. I get it. Um, it's. Did you like Seinfeld? I did, but. Seinfeld also did not go over the hurdle the first time no it took
0: me the second time exactly yeah, so give it a shot because as it goes on, you can tell it's kind of very proto Seinfeld in that like it's like i've described on here before you know it's it's the 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 characters are very similar and that they're both kind of when you really break it down kind of unlikable guys to an extent, very like neurotic and whatnot and um situational stuff tends to happen that draws in the comedy. So give Larry Sanders it a shot. It's, it's, it's worth it. I want to, I want to find the other show that he did. Cause I watched the documentary, the, you know, um, Zen diaries of Gary Shandling. And I want to find the Gary Shandling show. But um, if, if I'm right, the uh, that's only available on Amazon and you have to pay like two bucks an episode to watch it. And, I'm not going to buy right. every episode no. at $2 a piece. With so much free stuff you can exactly. watch. Exactly. Yep. I mean, and, well, and to be honest, I didn't even think about YouTube, but there's a lot of shows that are on YouTube. Yeah. Then, So maybe I might be able to find it on there because, uh, I don't know, it sounds like a good one. But I've been um, going back, and I finally have started the second season of The Righteous Gemstones mm-hmm. on HBO. Have you watched that? I have not seen it yet. Oh, dude. This is you live in texas this might yeah. be interesting because you've got some of these big like, mega church mega yeah. church evangelistic Absolutely. kind of people and everything yeah. down there and they're based that show's actually based down there but you've got john goodman as the preacher and danny mcbride as his oldest son and then the other two kids and everything but like this the second season the third season's on now and that's coming out every week so i'm working my way through the second one and then i'll jump into the third but um you're finding out a little bit of the dark history of John Goodman's character and whatnot, and it, it's been it's been really really good. I've been digging it a lot. And John Goodman, man, I mean, he's just he's such a good actor in like so many things, and I just I really do dig him in this. Have, you're a Top Gear fan, right? Oh, I love Top Gear. Have you seen Clarkson's Farm? I haven't watched Clarkson's Farm yet. Amazing. Um, it's on my list. I did watch their newest special um the um, euro crash or whatever yeah, yeah. it's amazon something yeah, right? yeah yeah yeah. it's the newest um grand tour special that just came out like a little bit ago yeah clarkson's farm um, nothing about cars right yeah but it's a very peaceful show
1: right there's no you know and no bad characters in it it's just hilarious and it, i think currently it's one of the top 30 shows made by imdb ratings really so it is hilarious. All right. Just a very calm, peaceful show about him farming and some of the challenges he has dealing with uh, the bureaucracy out there in England and, uh, you know, his sheep and his cows. And he's an amateur at farming.
0: I follow him on Instagram, and he'll yeah. bring up stuff on his Instagram about what's going on at the farm. Like, you know, we had a new piglet born or something like that, and, you know, that sort of thing. And it it's always interesting to see that. So I it's on my list of ones to watch um james may's got a couple of different shows as well like he did some like cooking ones and various things that's right i did see some of that he's got that and um they all kind of have their little side projects Mm -hmm. as well as the main thing but um yeah then going back though that newest grand tour special um i liked it i think i liked the one that they did prior when they were driving um there's a lot of snow and ice. I'm trying to remember what the name of that one was. It was not the most recent special, but the one prior to that. It came out right around New Year's. Yeah, I don't remember that one. It was really good. Yeah. I really dug that one a lot. Um, this one, this one had its funny moments though, because they were driving um, essentially through like the Soviet, like Eastern Bloc, mm-hmm. you know, countries and. Um, uh, James had this like car that I guess this guy back way back when in the 40s he owned a I'm trying to remember the name of it now he owned a um, appliance company and he saw all these people driving these big cars in the United States and he's like you know we should make smaller cars and they'd be more economical and so he built this car it's only four Four or seven, I can't remember. It's very narrow, feet wide, so that it could fit through the door of his appliance shop because he would have oh, the okay. the car in Custom. the appliance shop, yeah. and it's running on like a, you know, like a four hundred cc engine. I mean, it's like he he was on the highway going like 35 miles an hour and he was flooring it that was like top speed so like semi trucks are passing and he's like caught in the wake and everything it was the it was the funniest freaking thing man Uh it was so great so they're having a race and he's like in this little thing and they're in like their car and it was it was really good so i don't know something to check out all right you got to get on game of thrones though because you know okay there's a reason it's so popular i know and the thing is and i'm I'm sure I've probably said this before, I don't know, but I know I've said it to other people, I don't know if I've said it on the show, but like, there are some shows that when they end and the conclusion of the show is not the best, that it diminishes my interest in even starting it. Like Dexter, for example, is is the one I always come back to. With Dexter, everybody says, oh, it's a great show. Just don't watch that last episode. You know, it ruins it. And I'm like, why would I want to, like, skip a show, or why would I want to watch a show and yeah. then, like, not watch the not conclusion, have conclusion of it, have, right. not have a good conclusion to it? You know? And so, like, I, and then they came out with that season that recently, because right. they were like, we're going to fix it, and blah, blah, blah. But I heard that even ended poorly. So it's like you had a second shot at it and you screwed mm. that up so it's like why do i want to do this and i guess game of thrones is one of those ones where i heard all this great stuff and then that last season came out and all i heard was bitching from all the all the game of thrones fans telling me how bad you know this game this last season was and whatever else and so it kind of diminished my interest in going and trying it what was? What are your thoughts on that? Oh yeah, last the last season?
1: season was a disaster.
0: But See that? Okay. And, so you get what I'm saying then? They
1: had all the books ready except the last mm-hmm. book, right? And so when the writers had to come up with their own, they fucked it up.
0: See, and that's my whole thing. It's like I I wish that you know, um, it's what J R R Martin or whatever. Yeah. Just get off your ass and write your last book so that we can actually like maybe have a nice conclusion but then again i mean what are they going to do are they going to bring all the actors back and film the last season again maybe i mean that? they're doing harry potter again so that's true maybe, i don't know how i feel about that maybe either. i think
1: they're going to explore the fact that dumbledore was gay oh it's possible. wouldn't that be perfect this I day mean, and age to yeah. really
0: play that out <laughs> I just, you know i don't know it, it, it would make uh what's her name's head pop i'll say that much um uh you know who i'm talking about yeah rowling rowling jk rowling that's it um i just i don't know i don't know um yeah it's just it's it's the day and age we live in so what are you um, getting on your uh last third there you know i had to go in for a i noticed re-light. you had to relight. That's i had okay. to relight myself earlier after i was talking about Take cigar retail stuff off. i'm Getting close to that. I'm going to let it go for just a little bit longer. Um, mm, It's just... I don't know. Um, It's good. It is good. good. It's a fantastic cigar. I mean, you know, I don't have any reservation spending the, you know, $20, $23, you know, on this cigar. Um, would I do it on the regular? Obviously not, but mm-hmm. that's what makes it special is the fact that you can't do it on the regular. Um, I was expecting the strength to ramp up, and I have not. It gotten hasn't. That. No, you're right. It's, it's been a fairly consistent yeah. six. Yes. Um, the uh, the flavors have been the thing that have been kind of different. Um, you know the 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 baking spice I think is still an ever present note. Maybe not quite to the extent that it was before. Maybe I'm getting a little bit more, uh, woody flavors now. Yeah. No pepper, Mm-mm. no pepper, just the, no, the, there aged. really hasn't been any like pepper component to it. I don't think, you know, I got lucky and, um, I'm one of the
1: 40 people for the cigar authority that does the blind reviews. Now. So am I, are you? really I am. awesome? <laughs> I was going to maybe bring you mine. But then that would ruin the spirit of them yeah. sending me two, uh, but mm-hmm. I did my first one. What group are you in? I think we can
0: say that. Um well, we'll talk about that okay. after the show. <laughs> we'll talk about that after the show cuz that that's okay. a little right, up yeah, in the yeah. air right now. But I I'll, okay. I'll talk about that after the show. But Yeah, so I did um,
1: mine this morning and I'm taking what group are you in. I'm
0: A. Okay. I'm, a. Not a, I'm not I'm not in A. Okay. So I'll say that much.
1: A little I'm either going to be B or
0: C. I haven't I haven't yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I'll figure that out. I'll, I'll fill you in on that. They opened
1: it up for 40 people, and we didn't know that at the time, right? Yeah. We just whoever was the fr- first one on the credit card. Yeah. But w- when they first said 40, I was like, oh, that's a lot. That's really going to dilute what your rank is, right, in the overall what? picture. What? By
0: doing the four groups? Yes. I mean, you're one of Great. 10. Absolutely. No,
1: And I like that they're staying on top of it. They're, if you're not putting in the productive work, they're going to cut sure. you out and switch you with somebody yeah. else. They can alter your group. So I like that they took it seriously and I think we will too.
0: Oh yeah, well yeah, I mean there's only 40 of you and if you yeah. signed up for it then I would hope that you would put in the effort for it, you know. And I mean you're only being asked to do one review a month. I mean that's not you know, but they're going to get end up getting four reviews for the month, one per week cuz if they've yeah. cuz I'm you know, I mean you obviously are going to have a different cigar than mm-hmm. what I'm going to have and vice versa, you know. So yeah I mean they'll get what they need, and we'll you know it's more of Dave Garofalo being a genius and finding a way to get what he needs and you know get us to pay for it so yeah, it's, <laughs> it's gonna work out really nicely, I think, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's one of those things I need to sometimes the flavor notes it's more broad sometimes you can really break it down um I think it's also mindset, you know, like when I'm sitting and doing absolutely nothing you know i can really concentrate on just those flavor notes but there are other times this may be being one of them where i want to concentrate on the conversation i want to concentrate on you know we are recording we are recording what do i have coming up Mm -hmm. you know there's other things on the mind where sometimes it's more broad it's more you know i'm getting maybe an earthy component i'm getting you know some of the baker spice, like you said, maybe the woodiness to it or something like that. You kind of keep it more general, and that's fine, you know. But like, um, I keep going back to there was one time that I sat down with um, a CLE Connecticut, and I fired that up, and or I should say prior to firing it up on the cold draw, graham crackers, hundred percent, like graham crackers. I got it like instantly. Um, there was that Casa Cuevas, uh, cigar that we had on the show earlier this year. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but on the cold drop, fucking brisket, man. It was brisket, 100%. Like, you can't tell me anything else. Like, it was, it had that meatiness, it had that saltiness, it had, it was brisket. It was total brisket. And, you know, it had that smoke area, that uh, little bit of Kentucky Fire Cure tobacco mm-hmm. in there that added to that flavor component. And it's like, okay, this is a this is a brisket, you know. But like other times, it, it's, like I said, more general. Okay, so now that we got
1: the flavor notes, I'm going to ruin it for you a little oh, bit. Oh, God. We're going to pair it with something I brought. Oh, God. So I'm one of these guys that I enjoy hearing people and watching people eat. Uh I like watching uh, <laughs> travel shows
0: and um oh boy. So are you familiar with Bucky's? I am. Have you been? I've never been to one. There you go. Closest I've gotten is there's Wally's, which is off of 44. It's another large one. It has a bear as a uh um you know, mascot and, and everything. Now. But uh, I don't think it's quite as large as Bucky's from what I gather.
1: So they're building one in Springfield, Missouri.
0: Okay. I drove past
1: it. Okay. And for those of you that are unfamiliar with it, it's like a big gas station down here in the south and Texas has it, Georgia has it, Tennessee. And I need to get
0: down to Springfield actually. There's a cigar shop down there just for him that is really, really good and I need to get down there to it. And
1: so they advertise Bucky's for miles away. Like in Springfield there's this billboard that says next Bucky's is like five hundred thirty miles away. Yeah, it's like a destination.
0: Absolutely is. I've heard their barbecue is really good.
1: it is, but you're also paying for it, right? So when you go to a gas station and you grab a sandwich, you're gonna pay maybe six bucks or something. Well if you want a Bucky's barbecue sandwich, it's gonna be nine dollars, ten dollars. Okay. And it's gonna be decent. Uh they is it pay. worth the price? Uh, it is if you just stop in for gas and
0: you want a barbecue sandwich. Okay, okay. But if you're like, I want really good barbecue, you're not going to go to Bucky's.
1: No. Okay. What okay. you may go to Bucky's for is these things called beaver nuggets. Okay. So we're going to try one out. Right this one is a sea-salted beaver. caramel.
0: Beaver I'm, nuggets. I'm
1: going to let you draw your own opinion on it. It says uh, a uniquely delicious light and crispy corn puff covered with decadent Caramel and bold sea salt coating. Okay. All right. This is the, this is their uh, claim to
0: fame right here. Beaver nuggets. Okay. So let's let's I ruin like this
1: cigar with it. Here you go.
0: <laughs> well, we haven't eaten anything on the show in quite a while, so this will be this will be good. So, whoop. Oh. Okay. So they're a little. Well, that's just delightful. Yeah.
1: Fluffy, airy. Not much of a, a corn flavor to it, though, right? No. Not not even like a no. Frito or a corn tortilla, nothing like... Definitely light.
0: not, no. It's, um. I don't know. You get a little light caramel flavor to it. It's not like it's like a heavy caramel flavor to it. Um oh, they're baked, not fried. If okay. that makes a difference for anybody might make a difference for why we're not getting a heavy corn flavor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how it ruins a cigar.
1: Usually I want chocolate with a cigar, but... Yeah. Corn,
0: chips. <laughs> that was me <coughs> swallowing beaver nuts <laughs> while inhaling a cigar. <laughs> That was not a bright <laughs> move on my part. Um,
1: <laughs> Definitely not
0: the not the best pairing. Um, no, I've had better um, pairings, but uh, but it's a good snack. I would I would endorse this as a snack. There you go. Yeah. Maybe Bucky's can sponsor you. There we
1: go. They got a they got sausage on a stick. That's another thing. It's like while you're driving, you can need a, you know, sausage.
0: See, that's a, that's a Mr. Jonathan endorsement yeah, product uh, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sausage love it. Tie a little yellow ribbon on the end of it.
1: They have the cleanest bathrooms. That's their.
0: See now, that's, that's other important thing. for a gas station.
1: Yeah, they have a full time employee. Yeah, and their job is just to clean the bathroom stalls. Okay. I hope they're paid well. They're paid extremely well. <laughs> I would when you think walk so. in, you see yeah. how much they're paying, right? Yeah. Managers minimum make a hundred twenty or something like that. Really? Yeah. the The car wash manager makes like one twenty five. Oh my gosh. Plus Benefits. So, uh, I heard that it's a very difficult place to work, and a lot of people want to work there, but they are paid well. Good. Maybe that's why we're paying $10 for a little barbecue sandwich. Probably. I'm going to say right. they
0: got to come up with 120. They got, they got
1: fudge there. You're into fudge, so go cook some. Yeah, yeah I yeah. fudge. I do like fudge. And um, fresh fruit and then a bunch of tourist stuff, right?
0: Cowboy hats and boots and belts. Yeah, they got all that stuff at the Wally's, too. Like, I'd actually never been. Um, My son showed up one day in a Wally's t shirt, and I'm like, when the hell did you go to Wally's? You know, but. um. It's not far from here and I did visit it briefly and uh um it was it was nice. I mean, you know, am I driving out of my way to get there? No, but if I were near there, I and mean, you need gas. I mean, sure, dude, they had right? like 75 gas yeah. pumps. I mean, it was insane how many gas pumps they had.
1: Just that alone draws people in. Yeah. I'm curious about
0: that entire building. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. So well, interesting. Well, I appreciate the snack; it's very tasty. And uh, now let's uh, go ahead and do this. Guess what, motherfucker! It's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. And uh, what have you? Uh, what have you, did you? So you drove up with your wife? Yeah, yeah. I got a, I got a kiddo too, and okay. A little German uh, separate puppy. So you weren't smoking on the drive then?
1: No, I don't smoke in my car. Okay. I- unfortunately right right maybe as i'm about to get rid of it i'll do cigars in there yeah uh,
0: are you driving until it dies basically yeah okay all right see that's the thing i do that with all my vehicles Mm -hmm. and so it's one of those things that when i got the one that i've got now for the first i don't know five months or so i didn't smoke in it i want to preserve that close to new car smell as i could um but uh, then I just said, screw it, and from there, I just smoke in it yeah, all the time. Yeah, it's your car. You drive a lot at work. Oh, I drive a ton. Dude, I have a, I drive a 2019 uh, Pathfinder that I bought in June of 2019 with 11,000 miles on it. And as I sit here right now talking to you, I am just shy of 161,000 miles. It's a lot. So, I mean, you know, do the math as to how many miles per year that is and it's insane so there's no way i'm not going to smoke in my car but um i don't smoke when i have other people in the car or especially my son i mean actually i think that's illegal if uh you know in illinois at least when you have other people walk into your car they talk about how it's smelly in there or no um do you get the ash out i i try to get the ash out i obviously have an ashtray and um I use the whiff out uh, powder in the bottom of the ashtray that helps tamp down that kind of dead ash smell a lot. Um, I have the whiff out spray as well that I'll do in the car. Look, let's be real. People are going to smell it. Most of the time, I'd say 90 plus percent of the time, nobody ever says anything about it. They may notice it, but nobody says anything about it. Every once in a while, somebody would be like, whoa, it really smells like cigars in here. And I'm just like, well, it could be worse, I guess, you know, so whatever, but by and large, no, no, I really don't get that many comments about the odor in the car and, you know, Mr. Jonathan's tip of rolling down that rear passenger window a little bit and the driver window a little bit, it does take that smoke out of there really, really well. So I am conscious of trying, I don't hot box in the car. It can be. A day like today where it's 100 degrees outside or it could be a day where it's like zero degrees outside, I'm still going to have those windows cracked and, and pumping the smoke out because I do not want to uh, uh, do that. And then on a day like today, I will still run the air conditioner, but I'll throw it to my feet instead of you know like chest level. That way, when the air conditioner is drawing air in, it's not drawing smoke in per se. It's just you know I'm I'm letting the smoke go out, and it's cooling down here, but it's not going in like those vents because I have had it to where smoke has gotten into there, and then you hit the air conditioner later, and all of a sudden the the air coming out kind of has that smell of yeah. old ash. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. So what are the other cigars you did this week? So um, let's go back a little bit. So. One cigar that I smoked this week is the uh, Aganor Leaf Signature Edition. I smoked the Maduro. It's right over there in the cabinet here at uh, Riverman. And dude, I I don't know if you smoke much Aganor Leaf, but fantastic cigars. And this one, you know, it's a nice, pretty, you know, presentation to it and everything. Um, Thirteen bucks. I mean, that's the thing about Aganor Leaf that I love so much is, you know, they're they're Super quality cigars, really good um, flavor and construction to them and everything. And the price point on them is so reasonable, even for their more higher-end stuff. You know, it's so, so reasonable that you can get a really good cigar at a good price. So I'm all in. But, yeah, I have the Aganor Salif Supreme uh, or Signature Edition in the Maduro. You know, um, the other one I always
1: do is, and I did it this week, too, Aladino Cameroon, right? Yep. And Steve Saka actually gave Aladino a huge compliment. I forgot what show he was on, but he said that as far as your money goes, that product is, should be more expensive. And every time I have Aladino, it's great. Great performance. Uh, never that much nicotine, not that much strength. Full flavor. Always my go-to. I bought some here today. Yep. And then another one I do... Is the Juarez? Have you heard of the Juarez? The Juarez. That's uh, is that Crown? Head? Yes. Yes. And they have a affordable line because they're all like six to eight dollars. Mm-hmm. Mexican Sandreas. San oh, it's someone with the bull on the. It's got the yeah, yeah bull yeah. on it, and it's a dessert flavored type chocolate, and uh, no pepper, just vanilla notes. Great cigar. And because it's so cheap, you you can light them up every day if you want to. Okay. All right.
0: Um, my second one is one that uh, I smoked while chilling out on the uh, patio the other day. I had um, an Abuelo yeah. from United Cigars. Um, that well, one's... Remind b- me, those are Aladino also. They are but, yeah. made by Aladino. Exactly. And, uh, dude, it's... I mean... Just a great smoke. I love that one. That was one that, uh, you know, the Cigar Authority, they put in the show pack uh, mm-hmm. prior to its release. It was unbanded, and Dave put it out, like, you know, just for people to try, like, a yeah. pre-release kind of deal. And I really, really dug it. And then when he revealed what it was, he put it back in the show pack to try it again, and I really, really dug it. And so, you know, from there, I've ordered it from two guys a couple times. And then when I was up in... uh new hampshire in september for their anniversary party i bought a box and that was actually the last one from the box so i've, I've smoked through that box of them now but
1: and once again those were special cigars. cigars to you right every yeah. time you lit one up you remember that trip i do yeah exactly I, yeah. I still have some of the cigars i bought when i visited them yeah and they're special to me just because i
0: went and bought them there exactly it's just one of the i mean i've got the remnants of uh, my box of Cigar Authority Lanceros sitting in my oh, humidor home no, right I never, now. I never did those, man. Yeah, dude, they're really good, actually. Maybe, but it's a Lancero. I can't do it. See, I'm not a big Lancero guy myself. Um, I respect the Lancero. I know what you know. People say they get from it with you get more flavor from the wrapper and this and that and whatever. You got to slow down the smoking quite a bit for it, and. I just—it's just not my thing. And again, I understand where Dave's coming from. Makes your fingers look fat, you know. But uh, but it's a good cigar. It's a really, really good cigar. I should have brought one for you. Now that I think about it, I didn't realize. Did you do your third one yet? I've not done my third one. Have you done? I did. I did. I did. did Juarez, Aladino, Cameroon. What was the first one I said? I thought the Aladino Cameroon was the first one. Okay,
1: I'll think of another one. So So you you got one more to go. So okay.
0: So my third one is um one that uh i mean i already mentioned it i smoked it uh on my way back from st robert yesterday and it was uh the uh charter o cabano that i picked up over at uh the, the office in st robert there i you know it's it's one of those cigars that when i first encountered it um i really enjoyed it the wrapper on it was very very fragile and would crack very easily and I was really kind of struggling with it because I really liked it, but man, that that cracked wrapper just kept bothering me, you know. Mm. And because uh, you always had to deal with with that, you know. And and that's something like that, putting your finger over the crack, or I I mean I would try to carterize or you yeah, know yeah. with the with the flame, um but like sometimes it was like down at the cap where when you cut the cigar, you know, it was fragile enough that it would crack down there. Um and so you know then at that point you're trying to essentially slob on it enough to keep the wrapper down and it just it was just one of those things that you always work you always had to deal with it but but it was an affordable smoke and it was a good smoke so I dealt with it but um I think they must have done something because it it, the I didn't deal with that at all with this one the wrapper seemed to be a little thicker a little better. So I don't know if maybe they've figured out you know a way to to you know use a thicker maybe they're using a thicker Habano leaf maybe they're doing something I don't know I don't know what they're doing but it, it's it was aces I enjoyed it a lot.
1: Well, my third one then is uh, McAuliffe, and actually the ashtray right here is McAuliffe. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna go with the uh, uh, I did uh, MacDalia, mm. and once again very affordable, tasty. Consistent, local, family-owned brand.
0: Yep. Yeah, they're down in your neck of the woods.
1: They are, yeah. Yeah. Delicious. I I recommend that. Of course, they came out with that new one, the Black label. That's been all the rage
0: recently. Yeah. A little too strong for me, but some people love it. Okay. Some people love that one. So then, in terms of your flavor, or not flavor notes, but like smoking preference, um... How would you de- de- define yourself? Are you a light, medium, full-bodied? Like, where do you fall?
1: Yeah, if you could nail a, a medium every single time, then that's how it do That's it. where you go. Yeah, just, okay. you know, full flavor, but just no nicotine. Once I start feeling the buzz, I'm out. Okay. I don't like
0: that at all. Okay. It's just... Uh, You're not smoking an LFD digger or anything like no, that. No, I, yeah. I
1: think I have
0: one in my humidor, and it's just going to sit there for another 10 years until I feel it's safe. <sighs> I don't know if it's going to be safe after 10, yeah. man. You know, that's one of those ones that, uh, I smoked that on the show with Strong, one of the, uh, customers up at the Hill Cigar Company. And, uh, son of a bitch, man. It's, it's, it's a strong cigar. And then on top of that, because it's such a long cigar, it's, I mean, it's a slog at times to get through because it's just, you know, it's not so bad at first but it was nearing it was right around the time i was nearing i'd say the end of the second third getting into the third third um, that's when it hit and i was just like i am not able to do any more of this you you have to
1: evaluate yourself while smoking like am i feeling good yeah cuz that's going to start feeling bad really fast uh-huh once you start feeling it like a
0: immediate hangover right mhm yeah i'm not about that no there's a there's a couple of those cigars that i've encountered that yeah it'll do it it'll it'll hit you hard so well very good well why don't we now hear about my monthly cigars this would normally be the time that i give some information about my monthly cigars but i've hired that out this week so take it away My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. 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 Guys, don't forget about the fucking good coffee over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com. You can get yourself some of the Lounge Blend, the Daily Press, all the different flavors of fucking good coffee that Nick offers over there. It's good stuff. Very good. I have not had the pleasure yet. See, I wish I had known that. I have some little sample packs I could
1: have brought along Maybe with me, Maybe little too. K-Cups? Does he make K-Cups?
0: Um, you know, I know early on he was talking about making K-Cups. I don't... We'll have to check. I'm not entirely sure if he still is or not but i know early on he was looking and doing k-cups you know
1: i had that as an idea for the cigar authority or anybody that really does a care package you want to do a pairing yeah send the viewer a little oh, k-cup yeah. like we're gonna
0: smoke this and we're gonna pair it with this coffee can you take like let's say if you don't have a keurig can you take the K- uh, the k-cup kind of punch it and like take that and pour that stuff out yeah like i'm sure you can open it like a yogurt can or something that's what just, i'm saying you know like i didn't know if like that coffee that's in there is that if that's i mean it's just it's the just same as what it is right? just it's yeah. just in a cup instead of in a bag right i think you can do it okay we'll see there we go yeah everybody's got it come on
1: or at least go access to, go to go one. a friend's house right <laughs>
0: i was just saying you, you can make it happen if you want to so well very good well, we're available on uh, Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, and we are also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. That's a fun time, and we have the little chat there where everybody can chime in. We're on Twitter where I don't really do a whole lot but probably should. Uh, YouTube where Paul watches and or listens, you know, a yep. little bit of A, a little bit of B. And then, guys, we do need your calls for this month's Ask the Boys, so call in at area code 863 863- 8740000. And where can people follow you if, you know, they oh, are man. so inclined. I, I hope they never find me. Okay. Okay. They never find me. <laughs> That's all right. Um, well, Paul, I really appreciate you taking time out to uh, to join me here.
1: It was a pleasure. It's like meeting a cigar celebrity. I don't know about that.
0: I don't know about that. I'm just a guy.
1: I think that's how all celebrities feel, right? Yeah. Well, When you watch somebody for uh, however many, whatever, I've been watching you, it does feel like you know the person and they know nothing about you, but you know everything about them. It's the
0: creepiest relationship ever. It can be a little weird at times, but, uh, you know, when you come at it cool, then it's no big deal. I mean, you know, I'm not getting like creepy stalker vibes from you i've no, gotten no, no. creepy stalker vibes from some people before and it's like i'm not getting that here so that's nice excellent And you brought snacks so that yeah. goes a long way anytime so, somebody's got snacks right i mean obviously <laughs> um anyway well alrighty then final thoughts on the ep Korea pledge of allegiance here i'm kind of down to uh about the halfway point of my final third and um The uh, I would say the intensity of it has maybe ramped up just ever so slightly. Not anything like bad. Like it's not like we've gone from like a six to a nine. But I do feel like we're more in the seven to seven and a half range now. Maybe as we get to the end. Yeah, it's getting hotter, and that probably
1: makes it that probably exactly.
0: It's burning a little warmer now.
1: But Um, I got a pretty good burn even at the end here, and I see yours. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm the same way. It, it looks pretty when you've put it down and you're done with it for the rest of the day and just sits there in the lounge and this is
0: somebody who enjoyed their cigar from the beginning to the end. Yeah, and, and got as much out of it as they possibly could. Um, this is normally about the point that I would toss it down. Like, I'm getting, you know, kind of at the point where if you go too much longer, you start thinking about burning fingertips or lips or something mm-hmm. like that, but... Um, I'm gonna try and get a little bit more out of this before it's all said and done. Because, a you know, twenty-three dollars smoke cigar. You want to maximize the enjoyment, four bucks but right there. But at the same time, like, it's good. It's not like you know, oftentimes with some Connecticut's, you get down to this point and start getting bitter and things like that, or you get down on like a Maduro to this point, and the intensity of it is just so strong that. You just don't want to do it anymore, but like this is still smoking very smooth, and like I said, the intensity is ramped up a smidge, but not not enough that it's like okay, I'm done. Um, but it's just really, really good. Yeah, I think this is where the construction comes through, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody
1: aged it, somebody rolled it correctly. It, it didn't block through the end here.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: glutton for punishment over there.
0: <coughs> Final third <coughs> retro hail. Oh. There is definitely alright, you know how earlier we said no pepper? That it's like lingering in the sinuses. Maybe the beaver nugget brought that out. It may be. Maybe the sweetness of the beaver nugget. But uh yeah, it's lingering. It's hanging on in the sinuses here. It's a light pepper. It's not like it's like a you know, red or something like that or black pepper. It's more of maybe like a white pepper, but man, it is definitely hanging on. Oh. I cleared the sinuses there but yeah it's uh it's present in the end so that's where they put the the little bit of peppery spice the last little tips but it's good I like it I dig it. they dig it Excellent. a lot well Paul thank you so much for taking time out my I pleasure. really appreciate it you know you drove all the way down to uh, St. Louis here and uh it's very much appreciated my pleasure it was awesome well guys this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit I'm Nick I'm Paul. I'm Paul. Stay safe and stay smoky. quite as long as the old one well see you
1: surprised me this is only the second time you've done these right
0: yes yeah, so actually I, I didn't
1: know what i was looking for man you yeah. just playing some you, you never talked about bringing on new theme music i just you
0: know you just kind of do it yeah just freshen it up
1: you know you just kind of do it it's it's great i like it i mean something different All right, i got another surprise for you just for after hours
0: oh boy we're just gonna polish it off with some chocolate here okay okay what have we got you know, Ooh. after
1: a cigar, I like to Dark eat some chocolate, chocolate, right? caramel with sea That sugar salt. will help any nicotine, and for sure, just cleanse your palate. Yep, another Bucky's treat.
0: I like the little beaver guy;
1: he's cute. Yeah, individually wrapped little package.
0: All this right. This will
1: play well on the Beaver Nuggets because they were also salted caramel. Yeah, I'm just—it's a I big little square toffee-looking thing. I'm gonna take the whole thing. Cheers. Here. Oh, shit, dude. These are a hundred calories <laughs> for one. This is significant. Man, this is chunky. Um, you will find all your cavities. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a lot. Uh, this a <laughs> this lot. was a lot.
0: <laughs> Probably shouldn't have taken this in one bite. <laughs> oh, no, you uh, know, man, it sticks your mouth again. All back in there. This is going to take a while. Mm, (laughs) All the people that hate eating on the show are so triggered right now. Dude, I've never had one of these. I didn't know what it was going (laughs) to
1: be. Sorry, guys. This is.
0: Okay, the bulk of it's gone. I just got to clean up the teeth, but that <laughs> was good. I liked it, and you're right. A little bit of chocolate. Mm-hmm. That sea salt. It didn't look like there was a lot on it, but I don't know if it's in the caramel, but it's definitely, a, there's that definite presence of the sea salt. Yeah, man, I like you get it.
1: your 100 calories
0: worth. It's still you going, right? It's good. It's good. All right, man. Thank you so much. See you guys.